This is Internet Marketing for Smart People Radio. I am Robert Bruce, and I've got what I think is going to be an extremely useful, interesting, and powerful interview for you and your business today. Are you a news junkie? Are you looking for ways to up the PR and media coverage of your business without spending thousands of dollars per month? Would you like to hear about a simple and powerful PR plan using Twitter and your own blog to accomplish it? Well, stay tuned because that's exactly what we're going to get into today. I'm joined on the line by David Meerman Scott, author of the book Newsjacking, How to Inject Your Ideas into a Breaking News Story and Generate Tons of Media Coverage. David is a marketing strategist, keynote speaker, seminar leader, and the author of seven books that have been published in more than 30 languages. He's former vice president of marketing for two publicly traded tech companies and Asia marketing director for Knight Ritter, which was one of the world's largest newspaper and electronic information companies. He's traveled the world as a professional speaker and travels today to his computer to answer a few questions for us here. David, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today? Uh, my pleasure, Robert. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, as a true fan of Matt Drudge and the news cycle in general, Perfect. I am fascinated by your new book. What is newsjacking? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I am a huge Matt Drudge fan, too. I mean, he was <laughs> one of the very first people that understood what was going on, um, I think probably more than 10 years ago now. Newsjacking is the idea that when something's breaking, either in the general news cycle uh, or if you're a B2B company in the industry that you're in or if you're a local business in the local market that you serve, that if you're very, very clever and very, very fast and get something into the market that the journalists are looking for in order to write their stories, you can become a part of those news stories. And it's a, it's a tool that PR people have been using for decades. It's nothing new except that we now have the opportunity to do it in real time. Uh, before you had to, you know, it took a long time to do it. So, uh, and it's a lot the, of money, right? Yeah, and you had to have relationships and so on. So fundamentally, it's a, it's a, it's a, it really is a brand new concept. That, that's the idea, for example, of... Um, uh, of Larry Flint, who's my favorite newsjacker. You know, when Anthony Weiner resigned his, his job as a U.S. congressman because of a, of a sexting scandal, um, Larry Flint offered him a job as the vice president of his, internet, of his Internet division. And then hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of mainstream media story, stories, um, magazines, radio, television, newspapers, wrote about Larry Flint's job offer. It took, and it was a matter of just creating a blog post offering Larry Flint the job. What's, what's changed today in the way that news is written, and, and I know I've been in the news business for almost 25 years, um, I'm still, you know, still writing my own stuff for the Huffington Post, and I did a, a, a guest post for TechCrunch this, over the weekend and whatnot. Journalists now go to Google and the other search engines, they go to social media and they look for sources. It's no longer a matter of waiting for people to pitch them. They're out trying to find stuff. And when you've got the best information on the, on the breaking story of the moment, you can get rewarded with tons of coverage. All right. We're going to get into some specifics of how to do this a little bit later in this interview, but um, am I wrong here or have you newsjacked the current ebook revolution just a bit yourself <laughs> with the release of this uh, book? 
<laughs> you are a very wise man, Robert. That's exactly what I did. Um, the new Amazon Kindle Fire was released on the very same day, which was not a coincidence, that I released my new book, Newsjacking. Um, Newsjacking is ebook only, and it's available on the Kindle Fire and the iPad and the Sony e-reader and Barnes & Noble Nook and a few other formats. And the, um, there was a lot of buzz about the Kindle Fire on the day it released, uh, mainly because it's a new way of reading books. I mean, it, you, can, you can do it a similar thing in an iPad, of course. Uh, it's full color. You can link from one part of the book to another. It's un- unlike a linear experience that paper books tend to be. Uh, as well, I think the most important thing is that you can link to external content. So you can be reading a book in a Kindle Fire or an iPad or a Barnes & Noble Nook, and you can see a hyperlink, and you can go watch a video, or you can go to somebody's Twitter feed, or you can see the actual blog posts that I might mention in one of the, the stories that I'm writing within the newsjacking book. And that's really new, and that's really different. So um, I did a lot of newsjacking of the idea that the Kindle Fire offers a new way to write business books and a new way for people to consume business books. And in fact, um, it, was a, it was a reasonable success. I got into uh, Publishers Weekly. I got into uh, Media Bistro, um, um, TechCrunch covering um, uh, the idea of Newsjack, uh, sorry, the idea of the Kindle Fire and whatnot. A, b- a bunch of different publications uh, wrote about me and the book, which was the goal. So it was very perceptive of you to notice that. <laughs> well, there's that. You mentioned Larry Flint as well. Can you give us one more kind of really clear example in the in the real world of what newsjacking looks like? Something you've come across recently, or maybe even um, there's a couple examples in your book, of course, so people can get a better idea sure. of what it is and how to do it. Okay, so here's an example um, of about, I think about two weeks ago. Um, President Obama uh, went on a re- recent Asia-Pacific swing, and um, he visited a bunch of countries, including Australia. And when he visited Australia, a, um, a very, very clever insurance company realized that the president was going to be in Australia, and they ga- gave him a free policy that covered his life in case he was eaten by a crocodile. Um, Now, I know that sounds incredibly ridiculous, and and it is, to a certain degree, kind of ridiculous. But here's what that did. It got the idea of insurance, and which is the business that this particular company is in, um, into the news, at the same time that President Obama was was visiting Australia, you know, it's just fascinating to me. The insurance company's name uh, is TIO Insurance. There, an blog post was titled "Obama to be covered for croc attack," <laughs> and um, mm. the the the, um, the headlines that came out of the the media from this were amazing. I'm just reading the one from the Herald Sun. It said Barack Obama insured against crocodile attack in the Northern Territory. I counted 4,969 mainstream media news stories that referenced in the, in the context of Obama's visit to Australia the fact that he now had this crocodile coverage. So how much time did that take DIO insurance to do? 
I mean, gosh, an hour, <laughs> yeah. maybe an hour and a half, you know, to have somebody else edit the yep. blog post. Yep. What did they get for it? A ton of media coverage. Yeah. I've, I was a PR guy for a number of years for companies. I, worked, I was um, head of corporate communications for a couple of publicly traded companies. F- that many news stories, 5,969, that would have taken me precisely a decade to generate that kind of coverage. And these guys did wow. it in an hour. That's what newsjacking is. Mm-hmm. It's looking for what's going on in the news and then creating a piece of content specifically designed to get the reporters interested who are looking for angles on the story to add. Okay, let's get into some details here. In chapter three, you cover the goal of the newsjacker, which is to own the second paragraph, you say. What is the second paragraph and how do we uh, go about owning it? Right. So when, when journalists are covering a story like the one I just mentioned, actually the, both that we just mentioned so far uh, as we've been talking, one was the fact that Anthony Marino resigned from Congress. The other is the fact that um, President Obama was, was going to Australia. The media gets the facts. Um, they're easy to find. Who, what, when, where, why, how. It's, it's really easy to create the initial story. But as journalists are looking and scrambling to differentiate their, pub- their publication a little bit from others, their story a little bit from other stories, they're looking for an interesting angle on stories. And they, in fact, are going to the search engines and looking for interesting angles. They're going to Twitter to look for interesting angles. They're going to uh, other social media to see if they can find something that other reporters haven't picked up on yet. And so that extra angle typically will come in the second or third paragraphs. I call it the second paragraph just to make it easy. So the first paragraph is President Barack Obama of the United States of America is visiting the Northern Territories of Australia on such and such a date. He will be meeting with um, uh, the Prime Minister of Australia, uh, blah, blah, blah. The second paragraph is, oh, by the way, um, he's insured against crocodile attacks by TIO Insurance, an insurance company based in uh, Australia, um, uh, and and that becomes the second paragraph. And um, and so the goal of newsjacking is to get your business, your company, your products into stories that are being written anyway. It's completely different from typical public relations, which is you trying to get the reporters to write about your stuff. In this case, there are, they're looking to write. They're, they want to write. They're eager to find uh, an angle uh, as opposed to the typical sort of public relations, which is pitching people to try to get them to do something. Are you really saying that a small business applying these techniques can skip the major PR company and the bill that comes with it to accomplish these PR and media goals? That's a, that's a loaded question. I am absolutely convinced that anybody can do this. Anybody can newsjack. Um, an individual can newsjack, uh, you know, proven by me. I don't have anybody working for me. I don't have any infrastructure. I don't have an right. agency. Um, uh, or, or somebody who works for a company can newsjack. Any kind of company, nonprofit, rock band, church, B2B, B2C, anybody yeah. can newsjack. Um, however, there, there might be a need to have an agency to help with other things. Um, uh, uh, so I'm not suggesting that newsjacking is a replacement for a comprehensive public relations campaign. Right. But I'll tell you this, um, as a way to get your business into the, into the, the, the media, 
I've never seen anything better. I've been in public relations for 25 uh, and marketing for 25 years. I've written eight books on public relations and marketing. Uh, and uh, I've, tr I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of companies. I've never seen anything as powerful as this. We talk a lot on Copyblogger about how to become the likable expert in your industry. And you align with this goal in Chapter 7 of your book, um, what's one way within this newsjacking universe that we can accomplish trust and authority within our own industry? Oh, yeah. So this is a, per this is a particularly great way to do exactly what you just described. And, and that is, um, if, if you already have a blog that's trusted and respected, if you already have content that people are engaged with, it makes it even more powerful um, and, and easier to get into the media by using newsjacking because you're a known entity. So if you're already creating great content, if you're already blogging, let's say, you know, and, and, and a journalist can see that there's you know, some comments on the blog, that there's action on the blog. Uh, if they Google the blog's name, they'll see that a bunch of people have linked to it. That trust absolutely translates to the idea that you'll be able to, to newsjack easier. And, and also, if you have an established blog, a built trust, you're going to have a higher SEO factor for your content than someone who's just starting out. And therefore, if you do attempt a newsjack by creating a blog post, then um, you will your content will rise to the surface and the reporters are more, more likely to see it. Um, the other thing that this does, which is fascinating, is when your customers or potential customers or other members of the media or, or people who uh, are your business partners or maybe who want to become, you know, are thinking about becoming employees or your actual employees, all of those constituents, when they're reading their local newspaper or when they're watching the TV station or um, when they're reading uh, a, 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 an online publication and it's the story of the day and it happens to include the second paragraph which mentions your company, what better way to generate trust than that? I mean, it's fantastic. Um, and I'll give you a B2B example, which is you know, actually one of my favorite examples. Um, it's a story of Eloqua, which is a marketing automation software business. They, um, uh, they noticed, the CEO Joe Payne noticed that uh, one of their largest competitors was acquired by Oracle, this giant software company. And when he did a Google search, the only thing that came up when he searched was the um, sort of cryptic three-sentence announcement made by Oracle that they had done the deal. So Joe did a blog post, a, a real-time blog post, um, about two hours, it came out two hours after the announcement of the acquisition, welcoming Oracle to the party of the marketing automation software business. He had a bunch of quotes in there. Um, he, he, he cited some data. And now when the analysts like Forrester and Gartner and those guys and the, the, the B2B media... Um, people like Information World and, and PC World and, and, and publications like that were looking for background information on the story that they were writing about the acquisition. That what they found was this fantastic blog post by the competitor. And so he got into the second or third paragraphs of all of those stories, um, and generated um, something like a dozen media hits. And for B2B, that's fantastic. And as a result of that, then 
built incredible amounts of trust with his existing customers and, and also, um, more importantly, with the customers of Market to Lead, the company that had been acquired by Oracle. And amazingly, that one blog post that took him a couple of hours to write generated over a million dollars worth of new business because of the trust that he was able to generate within the customers of the company that was acquired. And then they said, well, shoot, maybe we should go these other, with these other guys. All right. I've got two more questions for you, David, if you've got, uh, if you've got the time. But first, I, I'd like to remind our unequaled listeners that this show is brought to you by Internet Marketing for Smart People, the premier online marketing course that is delivered straight to your email inbox. It's the best of Copyblogger wrapped up into 20 useful, readable, and livable emails dripped out to you about once a week. Essentially, you're getting the nearly six years of Copyblogger content totally free and without having to go back and read almost 2,000 articles. If you want in, it's easy. Head over to copyblogger.com, scroll down to the middle of our homepage where you'll see the headline, Grab Our 20-Part Internet Marketing Course. Drop your email address into the little box there. And we'll take care of the rest. David, you cover many ways to accomplish this strategy. And I don't want to give away the farm on this interview here. I mean, I'd like to, but uh, we're not going to. (laughs) But let's touch on everyone's favorite tool. Why is Twitter essential in this newsjacking strategy? It's essential because reporters are now going to Twitter to find that other piece of information about what's going on. And what's particularly important with Twitter is to either use the Twitter, the established Twitter hashtag for a particular uh, subject that you have a take on the news for, uh, and or to use reporters' Twitter IDs if they're already writing a story um, that you can see where you have a viable additional piece of information for that story. And um, it, it, it is one of the most important ways for reporters to very quickly gather information. And remember, what we're really talking about here is real time. All of these techniques we've talked about and the strategy that we've spent uh, the last um, 20 minutes or so talking about is something that happens within minutes or hours it's not a technique that you can wait till tomorrow for. It's mm. not a technique that you have to run by the lawyers or run by the PR team or, mm. uh, you know, or ask the boss. It's something you've got to jump on really quickly because these stories are being written very, very fast. Um, you know, you'll notice when there's a breaking news story, and again, it can be a general breaking news story that everybody's looking at, covered by hundreds and hundreds of media outlets, or it could be a B2B subject, an esoteric subject that's only for a particular industry or, or something local for your city. When those things are breaking, they're breaking fast, and you've only got a couple minutes or, or at the most a couple hours to, to create your strategy and get your information out there. All right, I want to close with a question that may not seem directly related to newsjacking, but it certainly is. Uh, You and Brian Clark have talked in the past about the death of the middleman in this rise of digital publishing. Through our websites and tools like Twitter, are we all truly media companies now, whether we like it or not? I believe that to be true. I mean, I've run my business as a media company for the last 10 years. I I went out on my own 10 years ago after working for a number of years for companies. And absolutely, 
that's the way that I think of myself, and I think that's the way that, that, that anyone should be thinking of themselves if they're independent. And if they work for a company, I believe that they ought to be thinking of themselves as a media company. I really do. In my case, um, I'm on Twitter. I do a blog. I'm on um, YouTube and, other, and Vimeo and some other video channels. Um, that's all free content. I do free eBooks um, on a number of subjects. I've got about a dozen of them on my site. Then I do um, print books, and um, ultimately, I do speeches. And I think Brian. I know Brian is also like me, a huge music fan. We've talked about music, but uh, <laughs> last couple of times we met in person, there was you know we said, "Hey, how's work? Great. Hey, let's talk about music." <laughs> yeah, I have to endure <laughs> those music that. conversations all the time from him. <laughs> Talk about live music. And I look at the incredible parallel between a, a rock band and my business and your business. I mean, we create albums in the case of rock bands and books in the case of us. Um, we, we create blogs, uh, which is equivalent to putting free music out there. Um, we do touring, you know, which is the equivalent of my case speeches. I mean, it's, it's really f fascinating how we can learn from these other businesses. And I think I would call every business should become a media business. Um, whether you actually can convince others in the organization that you're a media business or not, I'm not really sure, but you can certainly learn from media businesses. I'm absolutely convinced without a question of a doubt that the best corporate websites of the future are going to look a heck of a lot more like the Wall Street Journal online or MSNBC online mm -hmm. than they are uh, a typical uh, corporate website of today, which is essentially a brochure with a little bit of, little bit of add-ons. There's companies that are starting to do that, and, and, and they look, they literally look like the Wall Street Journal online with videos and photos and text-based content, and they're updating you know, literally dozens of times a day. Producing original content, highlighting yep. uh, opinions and news in, within their own industry. Absolutely. For the purposes of attracting the search engines, for the purposes of, of newsjacking, of, of getting their information into the mm -hmm. marketplace so that the reporters can find it, um, and for the, the purposes that you, that you cited of of showing that you are the, the thoughtful person in the industry. You're the one that has a take on the industry. Um, you're someone who should be trusted. Um, all of those things converge around, the, around this idea that every business is a media business. All right, David, let's get out of here. Where can people find you on the web and get hold of your book if they want to pick it up? Thanks, Robert. I really appreciate the time. Um, I'm David Meerman Scott. Um, just go, go do a Google search. You'll find me, David Meerman Scott. If you want to find the book, Newsjacking, um, I would re recommend just go to Google, type in the word Newsjacking. You'll find um, <laughs> my, blog post on, my, my blog post on the subject and a bunch of other content. A it is available. To as it. A, yeah, right. I, 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 after saying that, I hope I come up on number one in the search results. <laughs> It had been for a long time, number one in the search results. Well, as we're talking here, we'll make sure it's still the, still the case. But um, uh, the book, is, as we mentioned, is ebook only. So um, it's available on Kindle. It's available on uh, the iPad. It's available on the Barnes & Noble Nook uh, and um, a bunch of other ebook platforms. Um, so you'll be able to find it that way. And I'm on Twitter, DM Scott really is a great book. I recommend um, anybody listening to this to, with an interest in these things to go out and pick it up. Um, so Google David Meerman Scott 
or Google the word newsjacking. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If this show has done something to you or for you, we'd love it if you got over to iTunes and left us a comment or a rating there. David Meerman Scott, thank you. Thank you, Robert. I really appreciate it. One, two, three. <laughs>